Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Black Panther was the movie phenomena of 2018. It helped Marvel Studios dominate the domestic box office. It became a cultural sensation and had a profound impact on the African-American community, which supported it like no superhero film before. And it was like no other Marvel movie, as it featured not only a predominantly black cast, but also blacks behind the camera. Its star, Chadwick Boseman, was an up-and-coming talent who had thrilled audiences in biopics of Jackie Robinson, James Brown, and Thurgood Marshall. His portrayal of the comic book character who was an African king, statesman, and scientific genius inspired and was embraced by every segment of the black community, which took great pride in supporting the film. Borrowing from the works of such talented comics creators as Don McGregor and Christopher Priest, director Ryan Coogler crafted what can be described without hyperbole as a masterpiece of filmmaking. Then, in August of 2020, Chadwick Boseman died from colon cancer. Diagnosed in 2016, the actor had kept his condition secret to all but a tight-knit inner circle of family and friends. His tragic and untimely passing was a devastating blow to his colleagues and fans. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is born out of that grief. The film is a testament to Bozeman's life and extraordinary career, particularly his role as T'Challa, the Black Panther. T'Challa, Black Panther and King of Wakanda, is stricken with the mysterious illness which even the scientific genius of his sister Shuri is unable to cure. The nation of Wakanda mourns their lost king. T'Challa's death leaves a void for the Wakandans, and in the wake of his passing, they become targets for other states that covet their natural resource of vibranium and are emboldened knowing there is no longer a Black Panther protector. Circumstances draw Wakanda into conflict with a previously unknown and powerful country led by its own warrior king. Can Wakanda find a path through their grief and pain in time to defend itself against this new threat? Wakanda Forever is, for the most part, a well-made movie. In their grief, the filmmakers have sought catharsis through the production of this picture. I've been a proponent for recasting the lead role, but having seen Wakanda Forever, I understand that was never an option for Ryan Coogler in the cast. The impact of Chadwick Boseman's death was too profound for them to attempt anything other than a tribute. And Wakanda Forever is likely better than the sequel planned before Bozeman's illness surfaced. The film is about grief and the process of grieving. It presents the various stages of grief and addresses their impact on the characters in tangible and believable ways. It also makes some interesting statements about colonialism and colonization, although these are ultimately secondary. The cast is excellent. Reprising their roles from Black Panther are Letitia Wright, Angela Bassett, Denai Guerrero, Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, Florence Kasumba, and Martin Freeman. Joining the cast are Tina Huerta, Dominique Thorne, Mabel Cadena, Michaela Cole, and Alex Livinali. Letitia Wright steps up as star in her role as Shuri. Her grief and anger are at the center of this picture. Angela Bassett's role also expanded. And Dominique Thorne stood out for me. 
The young actress has just completed work on the Disney Plus original series, Ironheart, where audiences will see more of her Riri Williams character. I don't know of another Hollywood picture in which so many great African-American actresses get the opportunity to shine. And Tena Cuerta does a great turn as one of Marvel's earliest characters from the golden age of comics, Namor the Submariner. I think audiences will respond positively to Wakanda Forever. Marvel movies have seen certain performers inexorably associated with the characters they portray. I think this is especially the case with Chadwick Boseman. And given the sensation Black Panther generated in the African-American community, there are a great many who need the healing this film will provide. It is a wonderful tribute to Boseman. Kugler and co-writer Joe Robert Cole have crafted a story that will tie up some loose ends and that the audience will find satisfying and entertaining. Even contrarians will appreciate the commitment to honoring Bozeman while advancing a taut and exciting MCU tale. And there is plenty of fan service that die-hard comics readers will recognize that is sure to satiate them too. As with Black Panther, there is a movie soundtrack. Featured artists include Rihanna, Burna Boy, Thames, and Fireboy DML, among others. Ludwig Gordonson returns for the movie score. Be prepared, as this isn't a short movie. Black Panther Wakanda Forever runs a hefty 2 hours and 41 minutes. While it didn't feel overly long to me, it could have been edited down without a loss of any essential elements. Although, there are lots of characters and lots happening to occupy the audience, so you won't be checking the time. You'll probably be aware of it, though. It's rated PG-13 for action, adventure, drama, fantasy, sci-fi, thriller. I wouldn't take children younger than about 11 or 12. Like most Marvel movies, Wakanda Forever isn't too violent and has no nudity, sex, and there's minimal questionable language. Be sure to hang around for the mid-credits scene. All in all, a film driven by grief that provides a welcome catharsis and offering a bit more substance than other MCU movies. Three stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Four. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.